If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. This is the 77 WABC minicast. Well, let's bring in Alan Dershowitz, Professor Alan Dershowitz. I want to also talk with you about the Fannie Willis case. I'm sure you've been listening to this news that just broke that now Mayor Eric Adams is looking at a supporting a modification in the, quote, sanctuary city status. Your thoughts real quick. Sanctuary cities are unconstitutional. The Supremacy Clause requires every city to follow the law of the United States. You can't have separate immigration approaches in different cities. We are one country when it comes to the border and immigration, and sanctuary city is just not constitutionally permissible. So I think they ought to be, all the sanctuary city resolutions ought to be rescinded. There's no sanctuary from law violation. If people don't think the law has been violated, fine. But you can't give sanctuary status to uh, to uh, people who have broken the law, federal law particularly. And we're hearing it over and over again, Professor Dershowitz, uh, this case of this guy in Georgia who killed the nursing student. Yeah, horrible, uh, oh, horrible. And, and now we just found out he was arrested for shoplifting in October, yeah. uh, endangering a minor in New York. And then he crosses the border, as we know, the year before that. And then here he is killing this woman and savagely killing this woman. I mean, this is a this to me is a classic case. I agree. And I think it's going to be a big issue in the upcoming elections, uh, because, you know, often it's one killing like the George Floyd killing that kind of represents a problem. And people can identify and see the one killing more than they can an abstract problem. So I think this this killing, this horrible killing of this wonderful nurse student is going to be that case, much the way George Floyd was a case uh, involving um, uh, police um, overactions. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Professor Alan Dershowitz also. Uh, go ahead, Judge Weinberg. Alan, I want to ask you about this. The reports that Alvin Bragg, the Manhattan District Attorney, is going to seek a gag order against President Trump in a forthcoming criminal trial. What are your thoughts on that? Well, it depends on the nature of the gag order. Their gag orders have been upheld if they deal with jurors, if they deal with threatening witnesses, um, but they have not been upheld um, if they um, uh, uh, more broadly uh, apply. Now, for example, in this case, um, it would apply to, for example, Cohen, but Cohen has just attacked Trump. Um, and why? And you can't have a gag order that would that would apply to Trump, but not to Cohen. And and I'm not sure the court has the power uh, to impose a gag order on Cohen or any of the other witnesses. But you can't have a one way street where one person is allowed to attack the other, but the defendant is not allowed to answer. So there are all kinds of problems. By the way, speaking of uh, can't answer, uh, you and I were talking earlier, Professor Dershowitz. This was an astounding hearing today in Georgia. This is the Fannie Willis case. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Of course, she's the one with the RICO case against Trump. And she's yeah. on trial, uh, you know, to whether she should be disqualified. There's the hearing on whether her and her lover 
Today was the attorney for Nathan Wade, um, this guy, Terrence Bradley. I found it remarkable. I can't wait to get your take, Professor Dershowitz, because this guy, well, and I want to explain who he is, first of all, because he's the he's the attorney for uh, Nathan Wade. And Nathan Wade had a conversation with him saying that he had a relationship with Fannie Willis. But somehow the guy had amnesia a lot today. Well, first of all, if you watch it on CNN, which I have to tell you, nobody should ever watch. If you watch it on CNN, it's as if it didn't happen. CNN said, all the commentators said, and then there was an article on CNN just now saying nothing happened in the court. Nothing happened. There was no testimony. That's uh, incredible. There was no, it was, this was a smoking gun. You have a guy who writes texts to the opposing lawyer saying, I know the relationship began uh, before he said they began. And then because he was afraid that uh, he would get his friend in trouble, suddenly he forgets everything and says, I was just speculating. Uh, no reasonable person could believe this witness. It's impossible, except CNN. If it's if it's um, anti-Trump, they're going to believe it. If it's uh, it's just just it's uh, they're, they're going to they they make it up as they go along. But you know it's hard because we're watching it with our own eyes, and then CNN is saying to us, "Who are you going to believe, us or your lying eyes?" It was I couldn't believe what the CNN commentators were saying. But the one thing good about CNN, whatever a CNN legal commentator says, do the opposite and you'll be right. That was a, that's amazing. Every time. But by the way, that's I want to let people know and they write their scripts yeah. because it's important is because if he can say that the relationship started before she hired him and she hired him uh, November 1st, 2021 and this guy, what I found unbelievable was he said, oh, yeah, there was one discussion with Nathan Wade. It was in a back room. He described it. You could you could almost see he was almost describing it, it was sunny out. It was a Tuesday. But I can't remember the exact date, like because the reason is if he can come yeah, out and say that it happened before he was hired, then both of them lied on the stand, which is a huge issue professor dershowitz that's a big problem well it's career ending it's career ending uh and um if they lied uh they ought to be prosecuted there ought to be a special prosecutor appointed from outside of fulton county to look into the possible criminal conduct of both uh willis and and wade i personally believe my opinion they both committed perjury on the stand i believe this guy today the lawyer um uh made up stories about him remembering and not remembering, but there are emails, there are texts in which he basically says, yeah, the relationship began earlier. And then he says, well, I speculated. Maybe I lied. Maybe I made it up. Uh, A reasonable fact finder is not going to find that that's truthful. I'm really interested to see what this judge does. Because it's very hard for a judge who sits in Fulton County to look the DA in the eye and say, I think you're a perjurer. Yeah. I mean, that's a career-ending statement. So I just don't know what he's going to do. I suspect he's going to find an appearance of impropriety and disqualify Nathan Wade, but allow her to stay on because he doesn't want to disqualify her own office. He's going to try to split the difference that way, and that won't be right. No, the that whole, won't everybody be. Everybody should be disqualified. Here's yeah. Craig Professor, Eaton. this is Craig Eaton. You know, it, Hi, the Craig. funny thing is, the more that they prosecute Trump, or should I say persecute Trump, the stronger he gets. His numbers yeah. keep going up, and you have all these cases. You got an eighty-three million dollar judgment against him. Now you got a four hundred and fifty-four million dollar judgment against him. 
And they keep trying to attack him and prosecute him and corner him. And he just gets stronger and stronger. It's just it's amazing. Well, we'll see what happens in the general election. That's true, certainly, in the primaries. In the general election, if he's convicted, the polls do suggest that he may lose some independent voters. And that's why there shouldn't be any of these trials prior to the election, because there wouldn't be the appeal. And then you'd have a conviction. Then he loses voters. And then it's reversed on appeal. That's just not fair. It really does constitute indirect election interference. Yeah, I agree absolutely. with you 100%, 100%. But you know what's interesting? Uh, what um, Professor Dershowitz just said, Judge Weinberg, that uh, that he thinks that this judge at the end of the day may try to split the difference. Your thoughts with the professor? Well, I think Professor Dershowitz is making a good point. This judge has to sit in that county and he has to deal with that office. But that's I, not the reason to vote that way. No, no, I, I'm saying he shouldn't do that. And if I was similarly situated, I know I would do what I thought was the right thing to do regardless. Yeah. But, you know, the judges have political ambitions, too. They want to go to higher courts. They yeah, want to go to course. appellate courts. They they want to work and be collegial. So that's a, a real problem. The point about being a judge is supposed to be above this, and you try to do the right thing. And impartial. I, well, and impartial, of know, course. The, the Bible says to judges, do not recognize faces. Lo takir panim in the Hebrew. Do not ever do justice based on who the person is. And judges have to comply with that. I agree. Uh, yeah. Let's see what uh, what he ends up doing, because the hearing is later this week. Uh, Professor yeah. Dershowitz, thank you so much, and congrats oh, again on the great success of your book, War Against the Jews. Um, So important. Thank you, Professor Dershowitz. We love having you here.